Welcome back to the Project 24 YouTube podcast. Y'all ready for this? Y'all ready for this. So ready for this. We got Ricky with us again here. <laughs> hey. Because we're talking about set design for your YouTube videos. Ricky has been doing just a little bit of this lately. I have. Oh. Yeah, we're setting up our new office. We're not quite to the point of like putting everything in there. And so I'm, I'm not setting it up yet, but I've been definitely thinking a lot about it as we've been building it out. So yeah, talking about it, thinking about it, that's true. You haven't really gotten in the weeds not, yet. Not there yet. I'm so close. The planning. Nice. <laughs> yeah. Wait, and there was a lot you had, you were able to kind of custom design. Yeah. The, the floor, the floor plan okay. for the whole space. So that for sure. Mm -hmm. And really quick, we're going to get into much more applicable things for you listening, but really quick, what were some of your, what were some of you, the factors that you were considering when deciding how to do that yeah so a couple things one was i wanted i wanted it to be as easy to film as possible so we're setting up a podcast room there we want to video record some podcasts and stuff so i wanted that room set up so that basically you walk in you flip a switch the the lights are on and set how you want them to be and you hit record and you're going and minimize editing by having so we'll have two cameras and we'll be able to just kind of live switch between them, live switch to, you know, screen so that if we're interviewing somebody or we want to just show something on the screen and just have that set up. And I think that it's is extremely awesome. interesting and mm -hmm. relevant for the listener that we do this full time uh -huh. professionally. We have hired full time editors. Uh -huh. And yet <laughs> our main criteria is making it easy to quickly yeah. film. You'd think like, well, we have all day to turn on the cameras and to edit the videos. <laughs> but how, if that's our criteria, if our criteria is making it easy, how much more should you listening who you're probably not doing this full time right? and with a whole team <laughs> devoted to it, how much more should you really prioritize making it easy? This is an aside and, and we'll come back to talking about filming like at home and stuff, but I know... In my little home office room is a multi-use room. It has a spin bike in it. It has um, the desktop computer that's for my family. So my wife's in there using it like while I'm working and stuff. And I've just got my work computer kind of set up on a table that normally has other stuff on it. Um, and uh, when I need to film in there, I have to go get the light that I'm going to use. And the base of these lights, the the feet at the base of the kind of the tripod are kind of wide for getting through the doorways and stuff. Uh -huh. And it's so annoying. And so I'm just like, okay, if I'm going to film today, I got a plan like to film at least two videos to make it worth just because of the dang light and setting up the cameras. Cause I can't leave it set up because then it's in the way. And I know some of you face that situation and there's not a lot you can do about it, but if there's a way that you can have a very simple setup that doesn't require like if I were doing this permanently, I would probably put a bracket on my wall that I could put the light into instead of having it on that tripod. So that if, if I have like, really it's a small room. So I have like one angle that works for filming. Like, okay, cool. I should just get a bracket, put it on the wall, have it pointed where I want it. And then if I need to take the light down, fine. I don't have to deal with this big stand for it and everything that's a good idea um like there's a it's it's the concept of multiple little automations yeah. and simplifications that actually help you it, it, first of all if you have barriers like mental barriers to recording 
the easier it is to to just sit down and record, the less of a mental barrier. Like if you feel like it's oh, it's going to take me twenty minutes to set up the whole thing, <laughs> ah, I'm not going to record. If that's that's one case, but also even if you have no issues with recording, multiple little things they add up. Yeah. And so things like that, I love that you brought that up. Things like that can make it much simpler to produce videos. Absolutely. And I think the standardization really prevents mistakes. Right. Like you get done filming and you realize, oh, the lighting wasn't quite where it was. Last time there's this weird shadow or uh-huh. the camera died or whatever issues you have. The more you can standardize the setup, the less you're going to run into those and have to refilm. Yes. Yeah. Not that I would know. I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm running into that also yeah. because I'm recording in a, in a home office yeah. as well. And man, it's... I, I kind of try to standardize it in my brain. Like, oh yeah, I had this light here and this RGB here, but still there's things and uh-huh. I can't leave it set up for very similar reasons to what you're yeah. expressing. But it was so much easier before with Ivy with the, we call it Ivy, the light stand. Uh, just, I could just, dun, 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 and I'm ready. Yeah. Um, just turn on this, turn on this. It was like a habit. Set this light here, this light here, and I'm good. Easy. Yeah. So what setup have you had, Nate, in your home office since we've been out of the office? Yeah, so I've set up, I, I've, I've tried to give myself as much space behind me as possible and not put myself flat against a wall. So I've actually been experimenting with a few setups. I'm not totally satisfied with it yet. Uh-huh. But it's essentially, I have tables all along one wall. And so I have a little tripod with my camera and then my light is set up right there uh, to, to light my face as I'm the subject. I turn off the light, close the curtains, uh, and then behind me, it's been a little bit messy. My set design hasn't been as good, but I have some box lights and stuff. I try to put them artfully behind me. Oh, yeah. And then put a couple RGBs. I found out that if I put, since I didn't have an accent light behind me, if I change one of the RGB lights to kind of a reddish-orange color and I set it behind, uh, I have a computer screen behind me, uh, then it does a nice little silhouette behind there. And then I have another one on the ground. Uh, that's the best I've found thus far. So I've I've got the most space. I'm almost sitting in one corner of my room. And then the camera's facing the other opposite, furthest away corner of the room. So I have enough space to create that contrast. Behind yeah. Me. It feels so different than what most people, if you haven't filmed before, would think. Normally you're just like, oh, well... I'm going to sit kind of up against a wall a little bit away from it and then have the camera a little ways away from me. It's like, nope, in my office, it's the same thing. I've got a bookcase that I use as my main backdrop. I try to put an accent light kind of in the corner so it's there. Sometimes it's kind of angled so the computer screen's visible. But I'm sitting like as close as I can get to the opposite wall with the camera basically up against the wall. And the yeah. light right there at yeah, the camera too, like as close as it can be to that wall. So I have as much space between me and my backdrop so that I can get that depth. Depth looks so good. And so, um, and then on the camera, I'll set the aperture. You set the F-stop to as low a number as you can, basically, which actually means an, a bigger aperture, means the hole that <laughs> is being used is bigger. But yeah, just set it that way so that you get as much depth as you can. So the stuff in the background looks kind of blurry, looks farther away. And that's how you get a pretty good look. Yeah. Even yeah. in a small office. The other issue I was running into was what to put behind me. Uh, so I have, yeah. this, I have yeah. this big blank table behind me. So I just pulled out my, I was like, well, what's something about me that people might not know? I pulled out, I have the complete Calvin and Hobbes uh, collection, oh, nice. that, that comic. Uh-huh. So I set that on the table. Ta-da, there's my, <laughs> there's my stuff behind me. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Like you were saying with the depth, Ricky, it's, it's weird. If you haven't seen it before, it's not just like, oh, okay, we're you're going to do a look where you're kind of in the center of the room. You can't tell. 
Yeah. Usually. And so if you want to, even if you want to make it look like you're in a corner, don't put the chair in the corner. Don't put mm-hmm. the chair a little bit away from the corner. But it so far that if someone in person were to walk into the room, they'd be like, why is your chair? Yeah. Oh, totally. Randomly in the, almost in the middle of the room or whatever. So. If you saw, if you were to look at any of my videos, the most recent ones where I am at home, you would think I was sitting kind of in the corner, right? But in fact, I've done some shorts where it's like I'm sitting at the computer, mm-hmm. but I'm actually sitting two to three feet closer to the camera than the computer, but it looks like I'm sitting, like I'm just turned towards you, but the computer's right next to me. Nope, I've scooted even closer to the <laughs> camera and it looks better. We have some forced perspective going Oh, absolutely. Here. That's cool. Like you just, yeah, you can make it work. You can make a small space, a home office, you can make it look good. But I think the biggest struggle in a home office is the one we talked about earlier, which is just, it's hard to have a setup you can just leave set up if it's a multi-use room. Yeah. And so, yeah, if you can do anything, if your spouse, or your partner will let you mount a bracket to the wall that just has that, it's basically like a post that sticks out that for lights, like that might be a great way to do that rather than having a big light stand that you have to carry in and out. And I just, I hate like... Oh, I'm going to go out to the garage and go get that light stand and bring it back in. And it's like, I'm like banging it into the wall over and over again. <laughs> makes <laughs> like it every too time. easy to keep procrastinating on filming. <laughs> Absolutely. Yes. So what have you found with audio, Nate, since being home? Do you have issues making it soft enough? Is your room already pretty? It's actually, it's not where I would like it to be. Uh, the main thing I'm doing. So it things that are going well for me is I have a rug on the floor and then I have various surfaces. So when I'm recording, I'm facing a surface that isn't like a flat surface yeah. for the most part. So that is helping. Uh, but if I don't use a lav mic, then I can definitely tell. Like I just recorded yeah. uh, yesterday a segment just on my phone. I could tell. It's not very good. So actually right now, after recording this, I'm going to get some um, like moving blankets. And I think I'm going to set them up a few different places just to add a bit more softness uh, to the room because it's still, it's, yeah. it's not quite where I want it to be. So just, and, and nothing in there is very soft aside from the rug right now. Cool. So I, ideally I would also be getting a curtain for the window. How the room's set up, it'd be, it'd be kind of difficult. But yeah, that's, that's kind of what I'm looking for right now. Awesome. And then lighting, that's another big thing, which we have the advantage of having some pretty nice lights. But they can be expensive, especially if you're just getting started with your YouTube channel. So let's talk about really low budget, maybe even no budget lighting, like windows. What would you suggest for people who are trying to start without spending almost anything? I'll say in my home office right now, the wall opposite my bookcases has two windows on it with blinds. And so with the blinds, what I'll do is I'll turn them so that they're angled upward so the side of the blind closest to me is up. So basically any light coming in and hitting them, none of it shines straight through. It all kind of bounces off. So it, it allows them to kind of filter the light a little bit. Mm-hmm. If the light can just come through the slats straight directly, I have seen in videos, I've done this, and you get like these zebra stripes yeah. on you. I find by tilting them up, that works better. And then I'll open them just enough to get the lighting I want. That's what I do when I'm too lazy to go to the garage and get the other light. Um, and if it's if it's decent lighting outside. If it's a time of day where it's just too harsh because it is a south-facing wall, we're in the northern hemisphere, um, and it's early enough spring that the sun's kind of low, sometimes it's way too harsh, and it's just like, whatever, I'm closing the blinds, 
I'm getting the light out. But um, anyway, I can often use that natural light and it's often good enough. It's a little harder to focus it right on me though. So if I have a good light, I can have light that's focused more just on me and my immediate background. And then the farther away from me it is, the darker it's going to be. And I turn off the room lights, the overhead, you know, can lights in the room. Yeah. Just so that I don't get those shadows and I can have a little bit darker. Most of the time I've seen it to be a good choice to turn off whatever yeah. lights are in the room naturally. Almost none of them look good on camera. Yeah. And it, it's partially because of the, the light itself, but also partially because of the positioning top uh-huh. down or behind yeah, you or that up. type of thing. It just doesn't look as good. So it's almost always best to turn off whatever room lights are in there and get an alternate um, yeah. light source. So like a window, like Ricky was saying, uh, there's this channel that's been exploding recently. I've, I've, I've looked at several of their videos and I don't know this for a fact, but it looks like they're just sitting by an open window. And then behind them, what they did is they just got, they just had this kind of a stylistic lamp type of thing with one of those old fashioned light bulbs in it. Uh-huh. And they just stuck that behind them and it looks dang good. Yeah. It looks just like natural light. A little accent light. Yeah, just, just a tiny accent a light behind them. And the channel is getting hundreds of thousands of views with just that simple of a setup. Yeah. And I don't know this. They probably have a light. If they did, I would guess it was a softbox based uh-huh. on the, the diffusion of the light. Um, so that's, I'm just saying that as an example of yeah. it working well. And with windows, you can use like um, a semi-sheer curtain mm-hmm. to help diffuse that light. If you're if if if, if you were going to try to use natural light most of the time, I would probably do that. It's going to be better than just adjust. Use the blinds to adjust the brightness, and then use that to just diffuse it a little bit so it's softer, yeah. um, like a softbox, basically. Yeah. And if you have a affordable, really bright light, which we'll get into in a second. You yeah. can kind of make it a soft box by throwing a sheet over it yep. sometimes, and then it's not going to be so harsh, but you still get that brightness, and it's a lot cheaper. Yeah, lighting it on fire. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you could try it. I think it'd be a good thumbnail. No, I'm just saying, least. you just want to be careful with if it's touching the light bulb oh, itself, it gets really uh-huh. hot. That's yeah. Just give it a little bit of space tends to do a little better. <laughs> right. that yeah. was, that's what I was saying there. <laughs> gotcha. Yeah, and um, Cody... Our video editor has been experimenting with shop lights. Yep. You can get them at Home Depot for like under 20 bucks and they are extremely bright. And so that's, he's had some really amazing pictures he sent us while we've been working from home. Yeah, to give you an idea of, of that, if, could I yeah. share a bit on that? So shop lights are essentially, they're lights that are designed to go in a workshop. So they're naturally, when you're in a workshop, you want bright. You want to be able to see yeah. what you're working on, if it woodwork or whatever it is. And so Cody's been experimenting with taking these lights that, uh, to give you a comparison, I bought some video lights that cost way more than these shop lights. And I think I looked them up there. Their max brightness was 3000 lumen lumens. Uh, these shop lights, 7,000 lumens. <laughs> they cost a fraction of the price, way brighter, which in most cases, brighter is better with videos. In most cases, there's all the nuances, et cetera. But if it's too dim, it always looks bad. Uh, but he's been Cody's been experimenting with. He was sending us some photos of his room, and it was nighttime. And he put these shop lights outside the window, outside of his house, at nighttime, and facing inward on the house. And it looked like daylight. Yeah, it looked like he was recording in the middle of the he day. He was using two of these, two so of these shop lights that were 30. 14,000 lumens. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know, <laughs> it was amazing. Yeah, the the best he did was he he put a reflector on the other side of them 
And Did so he that put up a sheer curtain or something. I think like he put up a sheer curtain so that it diffused yeah. it. So it didn't, you without the curtain, you could see the two because they're the long skinny ones. Oh yeah. So these are like four foot long skinny tube, lights, tube lights, like right. tube lights. Um, and they're led. So they're not putting out tons of heat and they're, I mean, most of the video lights nowadays are That's LED true. as well, but they, um, and then I think, yeah, he put up a sheer curtain and then he put a reflector behind him. So like all the lights getting reflected in and it, <laughs> it, it looked like it was sunny outside. It was pretty awesome. Um, hardly any so shadows. Shadows yeah. were bad at all. Yeah. It was really nice. And then, yeah, with a sheet or something, you can diffuse them. Um, haven't if, you yeah. been using something, Julia? I had tried the same thing. Yeah. yeah. Um, I, I got a pretty good look. It was a little bit harsher. I hadn't used a yeah. sheet or anything. I would probably like it better if I found a way to diffuse it. But I did find that it was it was brighter than some of my other video lights, which was nice, especially yeah. when not filming the daytime. So nice. but basically just his same method. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And that was just a cheap yeah. shop light. Uh-huh. Yeah, the same yep, one. Same thing. Lows. They have the ones that are kind of like like a small panel, like, I don't know, four, five, six inches across. They're shop lights, too, that are you can kind of adjust them. They're yeah, kind of I've on a little those. stand. I haven't tried those, I but I would either. imagine they'd be similarly inexpensive and work to provide lighting, but you just might have to play around a little bit with diffusing that light, and sheets work great for that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, and of course, if there's less settings, and you know, with the video right. lights, you can set the tone and, yeah. and the brightness and all that, but it, it's not a bad option to start with or, or add to your regular video lights if you need more. Yeah. yeah. Okay, so let's talk about some of the things we are doing specifically in the new office. A lot of them, I know we're just doing the same thing that we've done in the old office because it worked so well. And a lot of them are things that people could also, the listeners could also do at home. Let's go over those. Um, The blackboards, for example. Yes. Talk about that. That was another example, kind of like the podcasting setup where the way we set it up, there was light there. I mean, lights that are shining on where the person's going to stand. Um, and you kind of had to, like a, uh, there's like an area you need to stand in <laughs> for, so that the camera can be at a right spot. And then if it's all set up just right, you won't see the reflection of any of the lights in the blackboard. Um, so basically we mounted lights on the wall, on the ceiling, so that none of them would be reflected in the blackboard and they were all in just the right spot. In the new office, I planned a room for that setup. I'm going to use the same room for that and a green screen. So, um, cause we have a big, it's basically like a giant fabric sheet that's green. Yeah. Um, so it's really big and it's cool cause it'll drape down the wall, but it's long enough. It'll also go onto the floor, kind of wrap around so you can not have a hard corner like in the, on the floor or whatever. Mm-hmm. And you could actually stand on it and full on green screen. So I'll have hooks up for that so we can have green screen or blackboard on the same wall with the same lighting setup. And that just worked fantastic. And in the new room, the at the last office, the room where we did that, the room was super long. And so like half the room wasn't getting used for that. The new room, I made it big enough so it's like almost exactly this, the length we would need, but it's slightly wider than the old one we had. That was a limitation. I think we want a little more width would have been nice. Yeah. And so in this one, I think we'll be able to just put a mount on the wall for where the camera goes. So the height's just kind of set and you just nice. like, there's a, we'll just have a mount on the wall and just have our little ball mount there and just slide the camera on and it's going to be high, height adjustable for, for daddy long. Yeah, we might need here. to, <laughs> we might need to make it a little height adjustable. 
Um, but I, we can do that uh, for sure. So we'll, we'll need it for me for sure. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But I always max out the tripods. Oh yeah. <laughs> but yeah, that, and then um, sound deadening was another thing that we tried to do. We made sure that we, I mean, we just put some acoustic panels on the walls. Acoustic panels get pricey. And so <laughs> one of the things that we did for those ones was it looked like on Facebook marketplace and it might've been a church or a business or somebody was selling theirs and they looked old and not great and we just took them and we bought some black fabric and wrapped it around them like upholstered them basically with that and then mounted them on the wall and that's in um nate's office on channel for channel makers we had four big black panels on the wall they absorbed a ton of sound and they looked nice yeah they did awesome so yeah just some of those sorts of things another thing that we do is in the other rooms where we film regularly we try to set it up so that there's multiple angles you could use in that room uh, to film and get a different feel in each one. So it's just kind of multi-use. Make everything multi-use. Make it so that every direction looks nice. So what would be as a strategy for somebody with an educational channel? Maybe like just a simple whiteboard so you don't have to worry about so much reflection on maybe a stand in a corner, uh-huh. chair in another corner, but away from the corner, as we talked about, <laughs> right? <laughs> with a yeah. little stand behind it, what would you? What's well, like an example of something that would be manageable for somebody who has one room max at right. home? Yeah, I think having a whiteboard is a good idea. I, I like the idea of a whiteboard that you can put on a stand rather than having it usually mounted to the wall. Just I don't know. You can do mounted to the wall. We do it with the blackboard, but usually with the blackboard, we're standing a few feet away from the wall. And the blackboard's big. Mm -hmm. If you wanted to be writing on the blackboard and showing something, you might want it on a stand so that you and the board can be away from the wall. And then you can then push it into the corner when you're not using it, right? Yeah. Same thing with a chair in another corner. You could have a good chair to sit in. Again, you don't have to spend a fortune, but I, I like to, we have a few chairs that are kind of wide, like they have nice arms on them. And so then it's kind of wide. If you were to put two people next to each other in those, they end up kind of far apart. So it's we've had a harder time finding them, but oftentimes you try to find chairs that are a little narrower to sit next to each other if you're going to have multiple people in a video. And then, again, you can put your chair, sort of stow it in the corner, but when you film, pull it out. And if you can have a couple of things, like if you were going to sit in a chair for an educational channel and kind of talk at the camera, I would have a chair there, but then... Behind you, an accent light of some kind, um, a floor lamp. Uh, we often, we've got a few of these where it's a floor lamp. It's like a post that goes straight up and then it has an arm that you can sort of adjust the angle on and then um, has a lamp on one end of the arm. And that way you can just make sure that the light bulb is in the frame. Like this is the light that you mm. want seen. Whereas like a normal just straight up floor lamp might end up too tall, be out of view. Um, and then just like... A couple of things that I think would just having things that feel relevant that can just be part of the background, even if they're kind of blurry. So if it's an educational channel and you're teaching language learning, right, you might have, I don't know, something on the wall that feel like, you know, if you're teaching Portuguese, you might have a poster on the wall with the verb conjugations, you know, or yeah. something like just relevant, to just things that feel relevant, um, but not cluttered, right? Uh, plants in a pot can look nice, you know, just something to have a little bit of interest beyond a plain wall. Another thing, shooting into a corner 
or at least against an angled background looks nice versus against a flat wall, that kind of stuff. So that's where it's, like you said, having a chair in the corner and then you pull it out from the corner to film. Yeah, things like that, That's I think, really work good. really well. Rules of thumb and I'd if, also be yeah. looking for, if I'm looking for set pieces, this would apply both to my recording equipment and to the background, I'd be looking for the principles of adjustable, but also able to be locked down when I like it. Yeah. Uh, I was thinking with the example of if I have a, um, a whiteboard, so many whiteboard stands are awful. Like, they'll wobble all over the place, and you don't True. want that. So... You want to make sure an advantage of having it on the wall is it's not going to wobble around. But the disadvantage is you're you're stuck to it. Like you you, yeah. you have to frame around that. So if you do get a stand for a whiteboard, for example, you probably want to invest in something that can be locked down, meaning it's it can be set up so that it won't wobble when you use it, when you write right. on it. That type of thing. I'd be looking for those types of principles when I'm thinking of, of the whole setup. Yeah. I can adjust it but I can also lock it down when I get it right. Are there any changes coming to the channel makers setup in the new office? That's a good question. <laughs> I haven't <laughs> even thought through it there. Yeah, I took pictures before we left the old office. I took pictures of how it was in case we wanted to recreate any of it, but the way the new office is set up where the door is and stuff, we could recreate it or we could kind of start from a blank slate and we haven't necessarily decided. Can we make it jungle themed? Like flam yeah, yeah, flamingos <laughs> behind me? We could do flamingos. We could do, <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> My thought at first was like, I'm just going to bring the stuff that we have, furniture wise, decor wise, and just bring it. And then we'll kind of set things up as we, how we want it. And then I have a feeling we're going to end up actually having too much stuff because our old office had more separate rooms and things. And so we might get rid of some things and get a few new things. So, uh, so yeah, I would probably I would expect you'll probably see some some changes. Yeah, flamingos. I yeah, I think the income school where I film most of the time is probably going to look different than golden content fish. Yes, a gold. <laughs> yes, the, the the platinum content fish. <laughs> <laughs> we could go with the um, YouTube's levels, and we could have a ruby. Oh, there you content go. Fish. Ruby content fish. That feels like, sounds like it would hurt. Oh, yeah, you hurt more and more <laughs> the higher you get. <laughs> you can have fish wallpaper. Fish wallpaper. Oh, yeah. There you go. Nets on the wall. It's a constant reminder. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Anything else? Any other things to mention? Oh, I'm, I'm good. No, I just, I mean, I guess it's one of those things that's like, don't overthink it. But at the same time, don't underthink it too much either. <laughs> like, think it just right. Just don't be afraid to try stuff. Yes, I like try that. Try stuff, take some footage, look at the footage. Then yes. try an adjustment, take, take some footage, look at the footage. That's totally what I've yeah. been doing. Yeah. And I would add that it might feel like you're really far off. And if it looks terrible, then yeah, keep working at it. But you might already have what you need. It might be more a matter of technique. And yeah, so you can, you know, Go on YouTube. There's plenty of videos where people show you more about setup. We've talked about maybe doing some more of that on Channel Makers. Not sure at this point, but there there might be more potential in what you already have and the space you have than you think. So, I think that's more of what we mean by don't overthink it. It's not about spending more money on more stuff or, oh, I just need a, a, a more expensive light. Probably just a matter of using what you have in a slightly different way. Yes, totally. Thank you again for joining us and we will talk next time.
Project 24 is a product of Income School LLC. Results mentioned are not typical. The trademark Project 24 refers to the goal of some people to create a successful business in 24 months, but is not a promise or guarantee of that success. Many online businesses fail because, like any business, it requires hard work, skill, and dedication. Before making business decisions, consult financial and legal professionals licensed in your jurisdiction. So in short, the only person who can make your business successful is you. We are simply here to provide information to help you along the way.